Yeah, no, if, it, if you died with a boner, you can have that boner for up to 12 hours. Did you say a television show taught you that? Clerks. A movie. Even better. A very I accurate would, movie. Yeah, yeah I would like be it. hesitant to take anything Kevin Smith wrote as <laughs> educational. If you bring up like Batman, Batman peeing his, his pants. pants one more time. Yeah. I, no. I wasn't. I wasn't even bringing you that up. You guys are fucking obsessed. Was, no. Get over it. Every <laughs> single person this on this call right principle. now has peed their pants. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Howdy. Casey. I'm not dead. And Juice. Hi, guys. The coronavirus has us recording remotely. We hope that everybody is healthy and safe. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month, our theme is Destination Bad Movies. While we're all stuck at home, we want to see some beautiful sights, some great locations. So we're going to go on a trip. Uh, we saw Do or Die, which was what was our destination? Hawaii? Um, It was, yeah, it was flexing all this dude's rental condos he owned or half <laughs> owned. Like in Louisiana and Hawaii and Mexico. He was great. So Also Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas counts. Yeah, so we saw the beautiful condos of Hawaii and Austin <laughs> in Do or Die last week. This week, it's Jay's turn. What are we watching? On this week's episode, we're watching a sequel to a great film that begged for a follow-up. 1993's Weekend at Bernie's 2. Anyone? I don't think anybody begged for this. <laughs> Let's not put the corpse before the cart here. Juice, bring us in with an elevator pitch. All right. So speaking of horses and corpses and carts, <laughs> you have got this dead body that has been infused with voodoo magic. Mm -hmm. And every time he hears music, it dances. So you get this ingenious idea to strap reins to him and take him for a little stroll, you know? Hell yeah, I do. That's a wonderful idea, except for you didn't realize that you are in very hilly terrain. And, oh, uh, oh, no. You just came across a hill. You've completely lost control. Your cart's about to go over the edge. You got about 10 seconds before you plummet and smash into the earth. Go ahead and sell us this movie. What if we Jim henson a dead body, had a group of thugs and a group of yuppies going after it, and tossed in a sprinkle of voodoo? 10 seconds. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. That and I feel like I captured all the essential elements of Weekend at Bernie's 2. Did you now? Yeah. You did. You also sold it to me in the voice of the, like, as-seen-on-TV presenter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, now, are you tired of your dead bodies just laying around? <laughs> and Casey, are you tired of just standing around? Because the cart is also about to run over you. So in the ten seconds before you lose your life, sell us on this movie. Ross and Chandler abuse a corpse all the way to St. Thomas to hit on girls, evade police, and bumble their way into a million dollars. Anyone smelling a trilogy? Maybe? Please? Nine seconds. Wow, Case. Why that did I right feel like there. you were going to rhyme that at the start of it? I know, right? <laughs> it really sounded like you were building to a rhyme there. If anybody's confused yet about what's going on in Weekend at Bernie's 2, I am. why don't we go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? I don't yeah. think it's going to help. I really don't think it's going to help. Let's give it a shot. 
Weekend at Bernie's 2 is the sequel to the black comedy about two guys Jim Hensoning around a corpse to get at its former mobster money. Yeah. Which obviously screams for more content. Obviously. Larry and Richard are back. After their weekend shenanigans, they expect to get a fat raise, a new promotion, and Richard, the proto-Ross, expects an office with a door. God, he's such a Ross. Meanwhile, Larry is a proto-Chandler. You know, that guy that everyone is friends with, but nobody really knows why, because either we, we pity him for his unwarranted bravado, or he acts as a lightning rod for all the malice of any group of friends. I, I really hate how accurate you are with that. <laughs> I really hate Larry, so it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's got a face made for a carnival shooting gallery. It's- yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's an old-timey diss, Dave. Damn. Yeah. You just break out that 1890s farmer's almanac, getting in the zinger section up in there. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Turns out, instead of getting a promotion from the company, they get canned because they worked for Bernie who embezzled money from the company. Yeah, that checks out. What's the company? The company. <laughs> the company. You know. Okay, okay. Yeah. God. Now, you would assume that this would bother them, but it doesn't bother Larry because in his infinite wisdom, he took Bernie's effects, mastered his signature, and proceeds to use Bernie's credit card with impunity. Isn't Larry so likable? <laughs> but Bernie isn't gone. His name's in the title. Two real smart cats, Charles and Henry, get ordered to meet a voodoo lady in St. Thomas. She wants them to perform a ritual that animates his corpse and will make him lead them to his hidden treasure. Well, if Charles and Henry don't comply, they'll get turned into goats, which arguably might increase their IQ. Not arguably. It will. (laughs) But anyway, when they, they go to perform the ritual... They go full Klaatu Verata, substituting a pigeon instead of a chicken for the very precise instructions. That's what you get for doing voodoo in a New York City fucking public bathroom. I assume most public bathrooms are mostly used for voodoo. But after all that work, Charles and Henry lose Bernie back to the New York City morgue. I mean, if you love something, let it go. If, you know, (laughs) a guy steals your boombox and you go after the boombox but don't you know, remember to grab the corpse you left on the subway. Maybe right. you shouldn't have been in possession of that corpse. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to steal a corpse, cherish it. But it's not over because Larry learns of Bernie's offshore bank account and recruits Richie to steal Bernie's corpse and smuggle it to St. Thomas. American Airlines makes this surprisingly easy. Right. Like, I'm in trouble if my bag's 51 pounds, but he's got 180 in this fucking luggage, and I it's mean, just fine. It was 93, so you could still smoke on planes, so I assume they were pretty fast and loose about, you know, the exact rules on what you could and could fly with. This is pre-9-11, so you can pretty much get away with anything. That's true. Maybe even better, when Larry and Richie get to the resort, they stuff Bernie into a mini-fridge in their hotel room, which I assume cost a shit-fuck-ton of extra money, given how expensive the contents of that shit always is. I mean, you don't know. Maybe they're going to put it all back when they leave. <laughs> yeah, housekeeping will never know that, you know, anybody mess with them when the whole fridge smells like a fucking corpse. Like, I'm sure they can just reuse that soda. You know what I mean? 
Meanwhile, in St. Thomas, Larry picks up a woman whose father just so happens to be a medical doctor obsessed with voodoo. Convenient. Even though Larry is a total creeper who doesn't take hints, she still graciously turns him down, but not before telling him her dad's convenient voodoo qualifications. Honestly, if I was on that date, he would never have left the restaurant alive, and I would see (laughs) to it, either through legal or non-legal means. Well, during this time, Richie passes out, planning how to scam the bank, because that way the conga line music can get Bernie out of the fridge. What? And this leads Larry and Richie taking voodoo seriously, while that and Richie getting poisoned. I don't understand why poison makes him believe in voodoo. Like, the voodoo lady poisons him, and he's like, oh, no, no, voodoo's real. No, we have poison. It's a a curse. He's cursed. I guess it is just poison, though. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like getting bit by a snake and being like, God is real. (laughs) He is real. Corpse shenanigans ensue as Richie and Larry vie against Henry and Charles for Bernie's corpse. Richie and Larry end up getting Bernie's bank contents. Turns out it's just a weird map drawn on a piece of torn newspaper. In a huge, huge lockbox. That's how that joke works, Juice. It's got to be a giant size disparity because then they get all excited and then disappointed. Oh, it's a joke. That was a joke? Henry and Charles keep trying to get Bernie back to the voodoo lady, but fail. Mm -hmm. Finally... Richie and Larry use a Walkman and follow Bernie as he walks underwater to recover the treasure. Yeah, a waterproof Walkman. In 1993. I guess there were a lot of other things that didn't make sense, though. Nope, that was was the only unbelievable part of this movie. Yeah, I mean, is that the hill you're going to die on? (laughs) Their capers caused them to lose the treasure to the authorities, all two million, and walk away alive and unaccountable for all of their crimes. Henry and Charles get to realize their dream of visiting Carnival, but as the goats they were turned into. I mean, real quick, they're in St. Thomas. It's 1993, and they're white Wall Street bros. Yeah, I I actually can believe that, especially if they had (laughs) a million dollars stashed away. Just like, here's $500. Can I just go now, I guess? Also, it's 1993 in St. Thomas. At least the other two guys are getting fucked by somebody. Oh, all right. And and Casey, that's the kicker, though, because Richie and Larry, meanwhile, committed to their string of crimes, actually skimmed a million dollars off the top for themselves because Bernie's fortune was actually three million dollars. Surprise! And everybody lives happily the end. Listen, I we got to start up top. This movie was so upsetting. I don't have any kind of medical background but I read and listen to and watch a lot of true crime shit and just the sheer what body decomposition would look like after four days in the Caribbean (laughs) is it made this movie extra, extra fucking dark. Did you forget when they stored them in a mini fridge, Casey? What if you put it in a mini fridge? (laughs) Okay. So juice and I have not watched the first Bernie weekend at Bernie. It's a shame. Yes. This is I, a new experience. It's a classic. I love that you were so invested in like <laughs> what would this body look like that you <laughs> took the time to yes. research the plot of a movie you didn't know to set up a timeline. Yes. So 
Bernie's been dead for two days by the time this movie starts. Now, okay. it does make it back into... I don't know exactly what happened, like, damage-wise to his body in the first one, but I can only imagine it was horrible. He's back in a cooler in New York. It's day two. He gets taken out again by Charles and what's-his-face, lost around the city. By the time they make it, he's three days dead. By okay. the time they put him in a suitcase, yep. you're not going to be folding a dude with full rigor. Okay. Secondly, there's <laughs> stages. Your body starts decomposing within four minutes after you die. Like your cells okay. start like liquefying from the inside out Ew. and like eating themselves and shit. Like, I don't like that. The whole putting him in a fucking suitcase would be a realistic ish if the rigor had passed. But bad news, every time Larry jumped on the suitcase, gases and fluids would be shooting out of that motherfucker. <laughs> like, did okay. You, <laughs> did yeah. you? Did you intentionally use the pun pudding in the suitcase? Maybe. That's <laughs> <laughs> so awful. I love it. nasty bitch. It's All gross. Right. Like, I'm disconnecting now, guys. Bye. <laughs> okay. We won't even talk about how, like, your skin, like, starts to loosen during the bloat oh. period, which is, like, the second phase. Okay. Okay. You Medical can, talk. No. You can blow up, like, to twice your size. Bernie's not getting in a fucking carry-on bag, <laughs> dude. Not unless you're getting out some kind of saw or apparatus. And then, like, he was no. clearly checked luggage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a freezer pounds? in there. And then, do you know, like, the warmer it is, the more decomp speeds up. So they're going to the fucking Virgin Islands in the middle of the summer. Yeah. He's gonna be well done by 4:30 p.m. out in that sun. They, they put left him, him on a, mini a beach bridge. at one point. Well, yeah, but voodoo, though. He gets yeah. power washed <laughs> by a right. fucking speedboat and bit by a shark. He got bit by a shark. It would have oh, yeah, like. He did get bit by yeah, a shark. Yeah, yeah. After being, like, dunked that. in the water and right. drug up a palm tree like a fucking zipper. Right. Zip. That shark and... would have fucking degloved him like a sardine. Just <laughs> against the water at probably at least 30 40 miles an hour i just yelled i just yelled because i just i have an active imagination it's not my fucking fault no mini fridge forged in the verse could stop that smell <laughs> so you're telling me putting him in a mini fridge for like yeah. three hours right really put some raw burger in some some raw ass three-day-old counter burger in a mini fridge for three hours and tell me if it just smells like baking soda in that bitch it's not going to is that the hill you're gonna die on yes <laughs> oh yeah like uh, really quick really quick really quick can i just say don't no. be weird and gross out by it but when bernie <laughs> spent the night on that beach <laughs> dave tentatively has his <laughs> Earphones ready to come off. He's had to take them off so many times. I'm just saying, like, bugs and stuff would want to be a part of his world. Crabs, too. That's another one. Just, they get in there. Birds. Birds would love to come back oh, out of that body. God. Okay, Snack I was trying not city. to say dead body. Dave's sensitive boy. But he had that lady he was hooking up with, so she probably brushed all the birds and stuff away. There would be fluids coming out of all of his orifices. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that really draws the the wildlife there. Dave, you know what I mean? Dave is transitioning to corpse abuse. I know. I Well, if we're going to talk about the lady who 
hooked up with him on the beach. I got to say, I was impressed <laughs> because I really thought the movie was going to do a rigor mortis fucked a dead body joke. I oh, really no. thought she was going to fuck a dead body on that beach. Was that in the first one? I don't remember. Do remember? I, don't I was like, afraid to look that up. I had lost that much faith in this film when we reached here. They're like, yeah, of course she's going to fuck a dead body. Because that's what they think's funny. No, no. Apparently, they just slap on the beach. And I was like, okay, you also must have no sense of smell as well as your lack of taste in men. Uh, okay, good. What was He's her name? He's a good dancer. He's a good dancer. You never want to dance, Johnny. All you want to do is work out and eat. Work out and eat. Hey, that I can a- bench press a Buick. Baby. 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 I can bench press a Buick. Yeah. You know that guy fucking abused a corpse. He should go to jail too because he did punch he a dead him. man. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Bernie, he's no. Got spun you should around. not hold go on, to jail on. for defending yourself against a zombie. Bernie did <laughs> did slap him twice. Like he bitch slapped him twice. Right. Bernie like, was reanimated by the Caribbean music, but and he slapped spun him. him. Okay, hold on. Let's go back just a second. The scene with Big Johnny Boy and his wife about to fucking fuck Bernie is actually one of my favorite scenes. What? Yeah, every time that Bernie gets knocked down, you see his ass start shaking again. (laughs) And he slowly stands back up and continues dancing and then gets hit again and then his ass. That was the best part of the movie. I mean, the whole Bernie was great, but that right there was absolutely amazing. For me... My personal favorite corpse abuse is after Bernie is shot through the fucking head with a harpoon so that he's got it sticking out on both sides. And it's a nice metal one. And then they scare off all the people in a cart. One of them takes the horse. So they just use Bernie as a horse by hooking reins to the fucking arrow through his head to pull the cart. That shit, the harpoon. Yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. The Bernie horse cart was just the best that there was some creative thinking right so right. much leakage so much <laughs> leakage <laughs> because now ocean water has got all up in his yeah. cranium and his shit oh. salt makes it stronger you know when salt dries it, it's really it's tough how much time did you spend thinking about body decomposition? The entire movie. The entire movie. 120 minutes or however long this was. <laughs> the whole movie. That's all I could fucking think about was where his body would be at. The runtime was 97 minutes, by the way. So 120 means you came in early. As much as you want to make this about campy, fun corpse abuse... Don't forget, this is also supposed to be like a teen sex romp, question mark, where they're constantly after Poon, but also they're like 27 and 29 at this point in their lives. Yeah, are nearly 30-year-olds teen rompers? Right, and you abandon a dead body in a mini fridge for three minutes of banging your wiener on a stranger's ass in a conga line? Like, Okay, I'm not against that. You're willing to go to federal prison for some pussy that you were too pussy to lock down and instead just poked her with your sad chubby? Okay, I wouldn't have been too pussy to lock it down. Because you're going to get skewered in federal prison, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, as well, I might as well fuck someone before I, I go and get fucked. You're not going to... Okay, that's not how you fuck someone. That's how you may be getting over the pants hand job in a Walgreens. Yeah, better than nothing. Mm-hmm. 
deep cut. Worth going to prison. We did find out that he was a 30-year-old virgin. So it kind of fits the whole... You, oh, yeah. 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 Because just, he treats yeah. women like shit. Not like, oh, I'm 29. Vir- if you're saving your virginity for a reason, good, great, good for you. He wasn't. He was so unlikable that everyone, like even sex workers, like, you know what? I'm just going to give you your money back. <laughs> I'm going to give you a full refund. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. No. I'd rather take an ass beating by my pimp, to be yeah, honest. Just, I'd just rather. I mean? I'll walk. I'll walk. Personally, my favorite characters in Weekend at Bernie's 2 are Henry and Charles. The uh, the voodoo guys? Yeah, the voodoo guys, because they're fucking stylish and they're Scooby-Doo-ish enough to have fun with it, but not so much that it takes it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I would have preferred, if they're going to make a sequel to Weekend at Bernie's, I would have preferred it just be about these guys trying to reanimate a corpse to lead them to treasure. Yeah, right. if we decided, like, if there was a third one, it should just be them. Like, they're the only original cast. Yeah, them as goats mm-hmm. having to be, like, they use Bernie because they can't go and do things, so they use Bernie as their liaison to the human world to continue their human needs. I, I don't want them as this. goats. Part of the appeal of Henry and Charles is their dope fashion, right? Like, I love it when Henry is wearing the purple fucking suit with a bowler, and he's under the suit. He's got a fucking cream turtleneck on. It looks classic. That oh would look God. so good on a fucking goat. Charles had this, like, <laughs> a t-shirt, a floral print shirt, and then, like, these tiny, like, cream-colored shorts, knee-high socks, and some, like, I don't know what. Oxfords. Like, he was wearing shoes? fucking Oxfords. Saddle Oxford. Oxfords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black was- and white. A fucking look. His sunglasses. Yeah. I want to steal his sunglasses. They're incredible. Honestly, I loved all of his outfits. And he has like a 60-year span. He could wear that and still be fucking cool. So <laughs> they were the only They were the only redeeming characters in this film. Everybody else. I don't sucked. know. Redeeming is a strong, a strong fucking word. But they were a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it when they were on screen. Yes. When they yeah, they were the best in- part. When they first walk into like the voodoo party, they're like, hey, hey, what's up? Where's the sketch? Uh, imported from New York. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and they're just like kind of walking through and like, oh, no, no, no. We're not here to do your bidding. And then she blows, you know, asbestos drive in their mouth. Like, <laughs> oh. Cool. We'll go to New York. But the, I mean, other than when they get brainwashed, they're super cool. I love them. Me too. You're the only good part of this. Well, okay. Jay's favorite character. Dave, you're not saying anything. In in Weekend at Bernie's 2, Dave, who's your favorite character? I'm not going to say I have a favorite character, period, in this movie, but I guess if you're going to make me pick, it's got to be the guy from this weird subplot where the company sends a private investigator to look into the money that Bernie stole and he investigates the guys that stole Bernie's body. He's supposed to be a comedic side character, but he's the only person who reacts normally to a dead body in this fucking movie. Yes. Hummel, right? Yeah. Is that his name? Dave, you were saying that you were into a bunch of Barry Boswick shit. Not into a bunch. Of, he's one of the main characters of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, I mean, that's cool. Calm the fuck down. It's not gone with the wind. It's not cool. It's a <laughs> seminal work of shitty cinema. Ew. Uh, I hate that word. Seminal. <laughs> okay, 
Barry Boswick has a shitty cinema library. He is Ace Hunter in 1982's Megaforce. That sounds fantastic. Me- that's what that's what that movie was that I was talking about. Megaforce. Oh, we watched the yeah. trailer for it last night. It looks fantastic. Yeah. He was in Walker, Texas Ranger, too, which is definitely adjacent. Hold on. Hold on. He plays Franklin Delanor Roosevelt in 2012's FDR, American Badass, which apparently has Roosevelt in his wheelchair with fucking Gatling guns, and it looks like there's guns out of the fucking spokes of the wheels. That shit looks fucking beautiful. Is that historically accurate or no? Because I never yeah, paid attention obviously. to that Okay. I didn't know if, like, all presidential wheelchairs were attacked. Yeah. No, like, exactly. Abraham Lincoln had his shotgun axe. Yes. That was made of silver so he could hunt vampires. Right. We're going to find a way to make this come to shitty cinema. Uh, apparently there was a live action Aladdin in 1990 that he was in. What? <clears throat> yeah. Good. I didn't mean to sound like a valley girl on that, but what? what? what he definitely would play Jafar. No. Was he Aladdin? It says it was starring him. I'm pulling up the trailer. Oh, no, this is just the whole film. Oh, my God, it's a musical. Yes. Okay, this podcast is now just you guys listening to me watch Aladdin the musical. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. We got to bring it back to on topic here because on Barry Bostwick's IMDb page, he is credited in a film called Helen Keller vs. Nightwolves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck, I think we might be able to pull off a Barry Bostwick month. In, uh... We very much can. <laughs> I don't know. Barry- I mean, that might be a, a bit of a deep cut for the listeners, but I would be remiss if I said that Henry and Charles and the, the creepy investigator guy who just Barry Bostwick who hid in bushes and took pictures of girls in bikinis asses as they jogged by. Mr. The Good and also sexually predatored. Right, right. Um, I would be remiss if I said those were the only good characters because I will say the guy who played Bernie did an incredible job. Yes. Zombie dancing, crotch first with a half smile on his face, just jazzing his way through afterlife. What a what a kook. Every single shot of him as a corpse looked like the actor was about to break. And that was just, <laughs> all right, this is the closest we got to you actually pulling off, Dad. Just use the take. Yeah, I just, uh, he did, well, his dance was funny. Again, his twerk was on point. He can make his ass cheeks clap. Bernie's got some rhythm, you know. I want to see, like, Bernie gets his groove back weekend at Bernie's 3, a long weekend. <laughs> like, kind of like an erotically charged thriller. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, that's the one where somebody falls in love with him and the goats have to figure out how to make them actually Yeah, the come, goats like, are the puppet masters. They're just, like, yeah. leading them around on ropes. Like, whoops, we fell in love. Really quick, like, I mean, he did well, but it's not his first time on shitty cinema, you guys. Because do you know what we've also seen Bernie in? This is an oh old God. one. What? what? Really? 
Tammy and the T-Rex. Ooh. It was the mean scientist in Tammy and the T-Rex starring Paul fucking Walker. Really? Rest in peace, I guess. I mean, I don't think he was a kitty diddler, so we'll let you slide. And Denise <laughs> Richards. Yes, it's it's Bernie. Bernie's the bad guy. Wow. I just I don't know. Like, even if Bernie was a bad guy in real life, I don't know how this film didn't tear the moral fabric of America <laughs> because you are abusing a corpse of a human being like we're really sensitive about stuff like that and i feel like a lot of people had a laugh at this actually no i, I don't like at this uh, movie i don't know about maybe the first one but the yeah. second one, I, very few yeah. people had a fucking laugh at this i, I don't know so they spent seven million dollars making this movie and it grossed like 12.5 right like hey. it's funny when two yuppies do it but when ed Gein <laughs> makes a breast vest it's not funny and it's gross no, okay it's, yeah yeah fucking that's fucking terrifying people. he's also abusing a corpse you know what i mean it's not in a Jim Henson-like way, Casey. Or it's not like Scooby-Doo or Three Stooges. Uh, you obviously don't know a lot about Ed Gein. So <laughs> I'm going to let you marinate in that ignorance because you're going to be mad at me if I tell you things. So nipple belt. There was a whole genre in the late 80s and early 90s of movies that were basically always sunny plots, but nobody acknowledged that the main characters were bad people. At this point, with Weekend at Bernie's 2, Dave, the question is, would you watch it again? Oh, man, kicking it right to me to start it off. Uh, no, I fucking hated all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. I The first Weekend at Bernie's, I have some fond memories of. It's a really, really dumb idea for a movie. But it's a dumb enough idea that you can say, you know what, we can make this because it's not like we got to make a sequel to leave it open for, right? This was taking a joke that barely worked for 90 minutes and trying to stretch it out for another 90. Yeah. And it does not hold up at all. So, no, I am not going to watch this mm. again under any conditions whatsoever. <laughs> Damn you for making me watch it once. Casey, how about you? 1993, you never even watched the original one, so you don't have any good emotions to draw back on. So are you going to watch Weekend at Bernie's 2 again? Describe my face right now. Uh, I'm going to call this Understanding Disgust. I was going to say you're looking at Ted from How I Met Your Mother. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> this was like 40% of me watching the film. Absolutely not. I watched this film in absolute <laughs> abject terror Knowing what I know about the human body and what happens after you die. <laughs> Every time Larry jumped on that suitcase filled with Bernie, I promise you liquids would be oozing out of the fucking zippers. There'd be no laying on the beach with a dance hobo because the smell of the weeping holes would induce vomiting far before he even thought of joining the conga line. So no, and honestly, I'll never be able to stomach the first one now. So thanks a lot, fucking Jay. Juice. We'll, we'll kick it over to you. We'll smash you into a mini fridge of decision. Would you watch 1993's Weekend at Bernie's 2 again? I fucking hope someone starts playing some conga music because I need to break the fuck out of this fridge and say, No! Ooh. Would not watch this movie again. Ooh. Honestly, I want to find a supercut 
of Bernie dancing because that was the only enjoyable part of this yeah, movie. So yeah. literally, I would just watch 15 to 20 minutes of all the scenes where his music starts playing and he just starts dancing for no fucking reason because that was a lot of fun. Other than that, everything else was disgusting, stupid, and really unenjoyable. So Jay, you did this to us. You gave us a casket dancer in the making. Are you going to sit down and watch Weekend at Bernie's 2, The Reburning? I'm pretty sure that Weekend at Bernie's 2 should not have been made. It and the subplot is... or the subtitle should have been called The Bloat. Weekend at Bernie's 2, The Bloat. <laughs> the Bloat. <laughs> it's a fucking disaster from the beginning to the end. And it might have been a little bit more fun or, or it would have been a lot more fun had they actually leaned into the ridiculous comic elements instead of trying to tell us a serious story that was also a black comedy. It just it just doesn't fucking work in that sense. However, there are some really iconic, ridiculous fucking scenes. Specifically, Bernie and the conga line, Bernie parasailing and fucking knocking a bunch of shit out. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, uh, Hummel slowly going mad over the film, who's one of the few characters that actually has a fucking arc. So there is some, some gems in this. And and I'll be honest with you, it's a fucking trash movie. It really is trash. But yeah, I, I'd actually fucking watch it again. Ew. Because I had a lot of fun Not watching it. It's so, it's so ridiculous and silly. I enjoyed it. I am so happy we're in quarantine right now. <laughs> I, please save me. Please save me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have a spare room, but there's currently a bird living in it. So that's fine. I'm annoying, but I cook good. So I mean, what does the bird bring to the table? Just like the added element of surprise to any situation. Yeah, you don't know when it's gonna pop out and fly next to your head, but it will be fucking terrifying. Well, Cinemites, at that note, you know what that means. The verdict is in. One out of four of us are gonna sit down and watch Weekend at Bernie's two again. The other three have deemed our mental sanity not quite ready to take it. But, ultimately, it is up to you. Sit down. Give it a watch. Let Jay know on Twitter. He is dying to know other people that are just as terrible as he is. Bad movies, bad people, and that's PPL. I'm actually dying of dog farts right now. Oh, Jay has Benny this week, and he's rotting from the inside out. We're going to say he's probably like 18 hours dead. He's at a constant. <laughs> he's 14 years old, so he's about the 18 hours mark. You know, he's got stiff legs. He's a little gassy. Oh. What do you do? So after all of this, Dave, it is up to you next week. You are going to continue Destination Shitty Cinema. Where are you taking us? You know, we've been stuck at home for a while now, and I just really want to go to the beach. I need sunshine. I need waves. Yeah, I need yeah. surf. You don't. You're Irish. But <laughs> wear lots of sunscreen. <laughs> so next week we are going to be going to 2017's Baywatch. That's right, the modern one. Casey, take us home. Oh, well, guys, thanks for listening. Do you have a shitty movie you want to torture us with? Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com at sh.ttycinema. Email one of us, Casey at Shitty Cinema, Jay at Shitty Cinema, Juice at Shitty Cinema, Dave at ShittyCinema.com. Do you want to yell at Jay? Hit him up on Twitter, Bad Movies, Bad People. Do you want to help us sound better like we're not in a tin can and a you know a glass case of emotion because we've been trapped in the fucking house for weeks? Check out the Patreon and uh, float us a couple bucks. And until next time, let's turn out the lights. 
throw on some sunglasses and a boombox, and go hump our way to fortune. Huh?